So, does that look like fun to anybody in the room? Nobody. Don't see any hands. Okay. We're not an adventurous sort of group, are we? Okay. That would be an adventure to go on something like that, this two-day trek across New Zealand that really attracts some of the best athletes across the world to make it through that kind of ordeal. You know, adventure is, well, it's, it sounds great at first, but then maybe we're a little afraid of some of that because we don't know exactly where it's headed. You know, uh, three years ago yesterday, Leanne and I were in Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe, Africa. Okay, great adventure. But I would never have thought of going on that adventure if it had been up to me to make it happen. Because there's no way we were in the uh, city of Harare and I was speaking to some pastors and they said, you've got to do this. And I'm like, I can't do this because it's a long way away. I don't know the roads. The obedience to traffic laws in Zimbabwe is nominal at best, okay? And the roads are in terrible condition and they drive on the wrong side of the road. And I'm thinking this can't happen. But the principal of the college where I was speaking, where we were staying, said he would go with us. He's from Zimbabwe. He knows the way, knows the roads, knows how to drive there. And if he was going, I was ready to go. And so we launched out and saw this amazing sight, one of the seven wonders of the world. But you know, by by its very nature, when we go on an adventure, we don't know exactly how it's going to turn out, do we? I mean, that's, that's part of an adventure. We know where we want to go, but we don't know how long exactly it's going to take. We don't know for sure we're going to get there. We don't know how many detours there are going to be. That's an adventure. You know, my mother-in-law is famous for saying that on every trip, there are, or every trip has its surprises and its disappointments. And that's true, right? I mean, we go on a vacation, we've got this itinerary, and we go along, and then there's something that surprises us. And maybe something that we weren't even planning to do, we just happened upon it, and it's just awesome, and we really enjoy it, and it's one of the highlights of the trip. And then there's also some disappointments. Something we were planning to do that we thought was going to be incredible turns out to be like, yeah, that was all right, but it really wasn't worth the time and money to do it. Or somebody gets sick. Or something happens that that really is sort of out of the the plan, and it's a disappointment to us. Now, it's one thing to talk about that in terms of a trip, but that can also be the way life works sometimes. That there are occasionally really great things that just sort of come at us out of the blue. We weren't planning on it happening. It wasn't where we thought we were headed, but it turns out to be awesome. And then there are some things that we thought were going to be great. We put a lot into it, and then it turns out to be okay. Or there's going to be some things that are hugely disappointing because of sickness and death and pain and disappointment. That's just the way life works. We don't always know before we begin adventures, life adventures, how it's going to turn out. We can't know. And in truth... Some of us let our uncertainty and our fear keep us from going on adventures. Today we continue in the series that 
They were calling Love Does. It, it loosely is following Bob Goff's book by the same name, and I've really enjoyed this because it's taken us in some directions I probably would not have taken us. Last week we talked about being audacious, and I said, you know, I'm not really audacious. And this week, Leanne and I were talking about what the lesson was about, and I said, it's about adventure, and she said, okay, well, who's preaching then? Yeah, she knows how to hurt, doesn't she? Okay. I'm not adventurous. I'm really not. And there's probably a lot of us in the room who would say, say the same thing. But yet we think about some people in Scripture that did go on some pretty amazing adventures. Think about Abraham. He's called from his homeland to go to this land that God says, I'm going to give you and your descendants forever. And he sets off on this journey with God in a day when lots of people didn't travel 20 miles from the place that they were born to see the land that God had promised. God calls Moses to lead his people from Egypt, from slavery, again to the same land, the land of promise. And yeah, it was an adventure because it went, well, to take a relatively short distance, 40 years to get there. There were some disappointments along the way. God calls Nehemiah to lead some people back to the land of promise as well after captivity in Persia. To rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And man, it's a great adventure. And in the end, it turns out awesome. But along the way, it was tough. And then in the New Testament, we have people launching out to share the message of Jesus. And we have Jesus himself calling men to him and saying, listen, follow me. And they didn't know how it was going to turn out. In fact, up to the crucifixion, they're still wondering which direction this is going to go, and they don't understand all that's happening. It was an adventure with surprises and disappointments. And we see that at work in Mark chapter 6. That's where I want us to turn today. In Mark chapter 6, we have this great story where Jesus has these 5,000 people in front of him, and he's teaching them, and it's time to eat, and they have a handful of food, and somehow Jesus performs this miracle so that everyone's fed, and they have more left over than they started with. And after that happened, an amazing display of Jesus' power. He says to his disciples, what I want you to do is I want you guys to get in this boat and I want you to go across the Sea of Galilee and I'll meet you on the other side. I'm going to walk. And so they set off, just as Jesus asked, and Jesus, Mark tells us, went to the top of the mountain to pray. Jesus needed time away. He needed time to quiet himself, to devote himself to God, to reestablish and reconnect his relationship with God. And as he's praying, Jesus looks down on the Sea of Galilee and he sees this storm sort of brewing and the wind is blowing and he sees his disciples in this little boat and they're battling against the wind trying to get across the Sea of Galilee and Jesus recognizes they're in trouble. So Jesus did what any of us would have done. He walked down the mountain and then walked across the water to his disciples. Now when they see this happening in the midst of this storm, they can't come up with any reasonable sort of explanation for what's happening when they see through the rain, through the storm, this figure walking toward them, and they conclude the only thing that made sense, it's a ghost. And they just panic. They cry out in fear, Scripture tells us. They're completely falling apart. They're afraid for their lives. They're afraid this is the end of everything. 
everything for them. And then we read these words in Mark chapter 6, the second half of verse 50. Mark says this, immediately he, Jesus, spoke to them and said, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. And everything changed at that moment. Don't be afraid, Jesus says. And he crawled into the boat, and the storm calmed down, and everything went back to to normal. They rejoice over the fact that they're going to live. Jesus says, don't be afraid. Now, that's easy to say, isn't it? It's easy to say, well, just, just don't be afraid. Some of you know how well that works. You know, if you have two daughters and there's a bug in the car, all right? Don't be afraid. Sure, okay, that'll work out great for you, I promise. Don't be afraid. Sometimes we tell ourselves that. Don't be afraid. And it doesn't work because we are afraid. Now, what's the difference here? Jesus. Jesus says, it is I. The presence of Jesus changed everything. I can imagine these men trying to to tamp down the panic that was welling up in their hearts, and then they see this ghost coming across the water, and it all falls apart. And they may have said to themselves, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. But they are. Until they recognize it's Jesus. And that changes everything. Everything changes because of the presence of Jesus here with them on the lake. And they can put aside their fear and recognize that, man, they're on this great adventure with this person who has called them together to do something amazing. The presence of Jesus changed everything. And it does for us as well. When we hear Jesus say, don't be afraid, we might actually be able to hear ourselves. And the lesson we learn from this is, trust makes adventure possible. Because along this adventure that we're going to have in life, there are surprises and there are disappointments. But Jesus says, I'm going to be with you in both. When something comes up and it's awesome, I'm going to be there to rejoice with you. And when something happens and you're devastated, you're not just disappointed, you are broken. Jesus says, I'm with you. I'm on this journey with you. I didn't ask you to do this by yourself. So what does that mean for us? Trust makes adventure possible. Answer this question in your head with me, if you will. Look back on your life for for just a minute. Think back. What's an adventure that you said no to? What's an adventure? I mean, there was an opportunity. You saw a clear path. I mean, you'd go one way or you'd go another. And one was the path of adventure. One was the path of, man, this could be pretty neat, but I'm really not sure where it's headed. In fact, I can see the destination a long way down the road, but I'm not sure whether that path goes directly there or there's a lot of twists and turns or maybe there's going to be some choices down the way that I'm going to have to make that will determine whether I reach that destination or not. Maybe you said no. 
Because this path over here seemed more certain. Seemed straighter. Seemed clearer. And if we're honest with ourselves, we might have to admit that it was fear that helped us to decide to take the safe, direct, and simple path. If we're ever going to choose that other path, if we're ever going to choose adventure over safety because of Jesus, then we've got to do something that for lots of us is uncomfortable, and that's to depend on the Spirit of God. Jesus promises us in the Gospel of John that he is going to send his Spirit as an advocate, as a comforter for us, to be with us, to always be there. And we've got to depend on that Spirit. And we've got to listen to God at work. And that's hard for some of us. Some of us never get quiet enough to listen to anything. And others of us, and we like to be in control. We like to dictate where we're going. We want to choose what's the safest, the simplest, the most direct route. And here God's calling us to something else, and we're just, we're not sure about that. But it's God's Spirit that can lead us in the right direction. So think with me about this as well. What's an adventure that you see in your future now? You see the path dividing again. And you've got an opportunity to choose. Yeah, there's a safe, direct, secure path. And then there's this other one. You sense that God may be calling you that direction, but maybe there's an opportunity for ministry, something you've never done before, and it, it seems sort of like a, like a not-a-big-deal kind of thing, but yet, on the other hand, it is new, and you're not sure how you're going to do. Maybe God's calling you to, to try something new. Maybe God's called you and you see that there's mission trip opportunities in our church and through other organizations and you could go somewhere you've never been before and maybe spend some time with people you've never seen before and be exposed to work that's being done around the world and you think, well, I, maybe I should do that, but it's a little scary. You're not sure. Maybe you sense that God is calling you into full-time kind of ministry. To spend your life leading others to Him and serving in a direct, specific way. But you're not sure about that either. You know, those paths in the past, sometimes we realize, I really missed something. Are you going to trust God or are you going to trust your own fear? That's the question. We don't always know where adventure is going to lead us. But we need to listen to God's Spirit. And He speaks, and He speaks through His Word, and He speaks through the community of faith, these people gathered around you. But what are you going to miss if you don't listen to that call to adventure? I started with that story of going to Zimbabwe, and after... That conference, we did make that trip to Victoria Falls, and if we hadn't sort of taken the path of adventure, we would have missed 
We wouldn't miss that, which is just one small piece of Victoria Falls. It's overwhelmingly large and powerful sign of God. They're carved into the African countryside. See the next picture that's of uh, me and, and Sydney, the guy that went with us, the, the guy that took us. You can barely see him under that little hood that's keeping him dry. It was a great adventure for me and him and for Leanne to go there together. We would have missed all that, but we would have also missed this, the next picture. If you can't see it, there's a tow bar between those two vehicles, okay? Ours is in the back. Three years ago today, about this time, we were in Huangay National Park in Zimbabwe. It's this wildlife park, and it's filled with... Oh, just everything, elephants and zebra and ostrich and water buffalo and lions and cheetahs, and it's an amazing place. And we left there after a while, and we were headed back. We were going back home. And just after we left the park, the truck broke down. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, what, what do you do? I mean, it's, there's no cell phone coverage here. I mean, was, what do you do about this? And, and finally, some guys came along, and, and they said they would help us, and they pulled in front of us, and they said, we've got to go get some stuff from the next town, and we'll come back. And I'm thinking, okay. And Sydney, guy with us, says, you want to just ride with them? And I'm thinking, there's no way I'm riding with them. It's not happening. <laughs> and he said, okay. And so he hopped in the truck, and he said, I'll be back. And they took off. And I thought, oh, well, maybe that was a mistake, you know. And so Leanne and I are sitting there, you know, on the side of the road in the middle of Zimbabwe, and there's nothing around, and I'm thinking, this is how things spiral out of control. This is how it starts, right here, alone in a truck, and I just prayed that nobody would pass by, all right? And so we just sat there and talked for, I don't know, a couple hours, seemed like forever, and then a while later, they came back, and Sydney got out of the truck that they had come back in, the one you saw, and I could tell he was nervous and scared, and he said, did y'all get out of this truck? And I said, uh, no. Um, he said, well, I'm glad, because after we left, they told me that this area is infested with lions. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm glad we stayed in the truck. That was good. And so they hooked up the other truck, and they began to pull us into the next town. And so there we were, Sydney was up with them, and just sort of going very slowly through the African countryside. And then it got dark. And we had been in town when it was dark before this, this moment. But we were out in the country, and Leanne and I looked out the windows and st saw more stars than I have ever seen in my whole life. And so here we are, with our heads hanging out the windows of this truck, being pulled through the African countryside at night, staring at this amazing sight. You know, life truly has its disappointments, but it also has some amazing surprises if we're willing to go on an adventure. Let's pray together. God, give us the courage to listen to your spirit Maybe not every time, but sometime. Let us choose to go on an adventure with you. To trust you. To let you lead. Pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The greatest adventure is following Jesus. 
because he does lead us sometimes down a path that's very familiar and very safe and very secure, and sometimes he takes us places that we would never go on our own. And maybe you've decided that it's time to take that path, to follow Jesus, to put your faith in him, to be immersed into him, to to become one of his. Or maybe you've already done that and you want to be a member of our church. If you're ready to make one of those decisions, we'd love to sit down and talk with you about the next steps in that journey, where you are and where you want to go and where God's calling you in his word. If you're ready to, to talk about that, to think about what's next, come forward as we stand and sing our invitation. Let's stand together.